We uh, probably should Greetings take Greetings and off, welcome then. to this week's episode of the Pixel Crashers podcast. Podcast where we discuss our thoughts on gaming news. I am Angelus DeMortio, joined once again by Kevin Seven. Hey. He's he's muted still. Don't don't tell him that he's he's muted though. We also have Zyphon. Yeah, I decided to show up. And we are joined today by our guest. Hopefully, I'm not butchering it again. Tashir. <laughs> Tashir, how you doing? Tashir. See, I it, it's gonna it's gonna be a whole thing. I'm gonna try my best. Tashir. Well, just think it. Just think of it as Tashir. Yeah. There we go. Tashir. Tash in the ear. Yeah. There it is. That, that works. I was thinking he was just wearing like very sheer clothing. There it is. You yeah. got that too. What's really driving me nuts here and is going to drive me nuts all stream. By the way, guys, Skype updated and it decided that it was going to switch its entire UI. So yeah, now, <laughs> now, if someone leaves the call, rejoins it, it rearranges all of the damn cameras. So now <laughs> we have Kevin Seven is Zyphon. Zyphon is, is Tashir. And Kevin yeah. is, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll work to fix on that while we kind of get introduced in here. Uh, in any go. case, so uh, so as we have a guest, first of all, we'll uh, we'll let Tashir have the floor and kind of tell us, give us a background of 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 your of your career, I guess, here on on YouTube and uh, or excuse me, on Twitch, as I'm brain dead. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, I, I greatly appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I think we've already established Kev is my man. We go back several years. Uh, we met on the music creation uh, side of YouTube. Uh, I've known each other since, but uh, all, both of us have always been gamers. And he always tells the story that I got him into PC gaming. You were one of the ones, yeah. That's you were crazy. one of the people. It was um, it was one of you for the people that watched her early. We had major stupidity on her. He was and he was one of the ones that did it also. Okay. It just kind of pointed me towards Steam. I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. I was just <laughs> gonna buy an Xbox One, but I didn't really want to. I was like, I can't get a PS4, but this looks amazing. This is when you couldn't find the damn PS4. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, okay. let's do this PC thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, PC gaming is great. Master I love race. it. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I started out many years ago as a, as a rapper and, and music uh, producer, I guess you can say. Uh, transition to nowadays, I'm more of the uh, instructor side of that. I'm more teaching and helping, mentoring people how to do that kind of stuff as far as uh, recording and, and, and making music and stuff like that. The other side of me, what you have me here for is I finally decided to go full time with my my video game and streaming. Even I've been a gamer damn near all my life, but I've been in PC gaming for about eight years now. Put a couple computers, made my way to Twitch. Somehow I followed Kev. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, what are you doing here? <laughs> but but no, uh, I, I I really enjoy you know. Gaming in general, even though I'm I'm not a console gamer anymore, that's where I came up, obviously. Uh, and I still watch a lot of people that play console or just other games that I don't play. I just love gaming, and now with the whole streaming thing, uh, just it's 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 just the it's it's what it it should have what has always been really. I should say, 
where you got a friend or so somebody over and, and you guys are, you know, one person's playing the game, the other person's sitting next to you. Well, how about this? And how about this? And cracking jokes or whatever at the same time. That's the same thing streaming is to me. So I love when people come into the chat and I get the chance to just kick it with them, you know, and I get to go over there and 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 and, and uh, stink up Kev's chat room and make fun of him. <laughs> <and whatnot. laughs> if you don't do it more, it will. <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and also good morning to everybody in the chat there that's joining us on here. Also, uh, I did want to throw out uh, a little bit on here too, just as we kind of get started on here. Um, well, we live stream this on on Twitch and YouTube. Well, whenever Kev's YouTube behaves, we're still sorting that out. But uh, hates me. Yeah. But uh, aside from that, also you may be also listening to this uh, audio because we are now on anchor as well so we uh we, we upload this on anchor so you may be streaming this on on your google home devices or your uh your amazon alexa uh in which case if you're on alexa you made the wrong choice google home's better don't add me. <laughs> <laughs> right on right on oh but yeah so in any case i just wanted to throw that out there because that that's a that's an exciting piece on there that uh that i'm i'm happy about um that you know, took me a lot of sweat in late in the last night to make sure it was set up. Sure. Uh, but let's uh, now that now that we've got Tashir uh, hey. int- introduced, I think I think in, in chat's also helping me out there, uh, Tashir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, now now that I'm, I'm I'm getting names right, and we've got Tashir introduced on here. So, a couple things we're gonna start with on here. First of all, I I, I heard Kev. Talking about how he beat uh, Origins, what's what's yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Origins? What was that? Did, yeah, I beat that. Beat that like a few weeks ago. Did you? How do you beat yes. an open world game? You finish, <laughs> the, you, you you, finish the story. You, you stop playing. You stop playing. That's it. That's it. You st- you just stop playing. You beat God. Yeah, that's how you beat God. You just stop playing. You just yeah. You sit in the corner. You cry. <laughs> yeah, you go. You go into a show God. hole. You go that, into a show that, hole and and just stop. <laughs> that, it, that it, to quote uh, an old uh, a movie from the '80s, uh, War Games: the only way to win is not to play. Yeah. Hey, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but isn't that how it works with League? Yeah, actually, because <laughs> don't play. No, you just you you, should, you you won't win. There, there is no winning playing League of Legends. Uh, the only winning that you do is uh, is getting that cancer from from all of that. Uh, all that nastiness that you're going to get there. But, uh, uh, <laughs> and it looks like, uh, by the look of it, that our chat guy is just also broken in the overlay. Skype is really kind of broken there. Um, there it is. Still, still working. Let's give it up. There. Uh, but while, while I'm, I'm trying to sort everything out, literally, I, I see the chat in in Twitch, but I don't know if we're getting more from uh, from YouTube's on there. Uh, in any case, uh, why don't we go around and talk about some some new game stuff that's happened over the past couple weeks? Uh, and we can we can talk about Tashir since he's the guest on here, and since no one knows what he plays, what have you been playing recently? Uh, I've been doing uh, what I call Arkham Insanity. I was going through the entire franchise of uh, Arkham games, including Origins. So I just finished up Origins a couple of days ago. When I get back, if not tomorrow, Monday, I'll be doing the DLC for that, then finishing up with uh, with Arkham Knight. Love it. Love it. 
But after that, probably going. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I'm going into No Man's Sky, if I'm going into Monster Hunter. I've been wanting to get get Hitman, get that all the uh, get that done. Uh, there's also Dead Cells, so it's, mm-hmm. as you all know, it's Dead tons of games. So good. <laughs> Dead Cells is really good, and we're also going to be talking uh, quite a bit about more Dead Cells later on, but not oh, yes. not about not about <laughs> yes. the actual game. Oh yes, let's talk about, about that massive L. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's we'll, talk about that. We'll we'll get to that though in just a moment though. First, Kev, what what you been what you been up to? Um, well, we know I went out and played the game of life this morning. Um, that's why that's why Zyphon was late. Five, five, I five minutes, yeah, five minutes before. We yeah, were supposed so to I was start. late. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that crap was really good though. Um, other than that, games I've been I've been playing. I've been um, playing State of Decay. A lot of State of Decay. Um, actually, nothing else but State of Decay and Yakuza. You're on two right now. Uh, yeah, State of Decay 2, I got that, and then I'm playing Yakuza 0. That, that Yakuza that's 0 so were over, over the top as hell, you know. That's that's how it goes. It's so good. I might actually install the Black Ops 4 beta since it's free today. <laughs> I haven't got, I'm, invited I'm to the, got invited to the beta. Play, please play for free. Please, what? This is Activision just doing this for free, please. <laughs> Zyphon's been all up in that, uh, you know. He's he, he really. No, actually, I, I completely. Uh, Zyphon bought a PS4 just to play the beta last weekend. Yeah, he's yes, he's, he's a huge fan of Call of Duty. I hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not since uh, what 2007 or uh, 2009. <laughs> pro pro player. <laughs> Hey, that's all. Pro pro player, he he's really into it. He's he's like honestly, I think he's a uh, a Call of Duty fanboy even. Um, oh, I think Zyphon <laughs> fell. I think Zyphon fell out when they realized that um, they're just gonna get they're gonna um, revenge spawn on the campers, so he couldn't do anything. Because uh... Zyphon likes tactical shooters. Yeah, bro. Camper, camp, camper shooters. That's what I call oh. camp. So he's he's the he's the sniper guy. Yes. Well, no. Uh, see, Kev, see, yeah, Kev, Kev, uh, Kev, Zyphon, and I. Kev's trash at Rainbow Siege. Yeah, that's what it is. That's the thing yeah. is like the video game sniper. I, I'm big. You know, I, I spent some time in the military and I've actually had conversations with real snipers. And I have a big pet peeve on the term sniper. Mm. Um, in games, what people call snipers are sharpshooters. It's it's the idea of like somebody in a watchtower, clear visibility of everything. They're very fast to react and hit can hit stuff with good accuracy at a long range. Mm-hmm. A sniper has very narrow field of vision. They just sit and wait forever for their one fucking target to come up, you know, and then they take that out, and then they're done. <laughs> in video games, you don't really snipe. You know, you sharpshoot. You know, in some cases, you may set yourself up in a sniper-like position where you're, say, covering down an alley, but it's not really a sniper by in the military definition of it. Right. Uh, and, and that's why I, I don't really like that one. You know, sometimes I actually do sniping games, <laughs> but I move on from You know, that's it. Wait, see nothing, and then nothing, and then nothing. I'm like, all right, fuck this shit, I'm done. I'm yeah, going to go corner uh, camp, uh, uh, ambush. As Pinnacleops put it accurately, sniper equals 360 no scope. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that 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 is true sniping. Yes, uh, you yeah, talk to any exactly. military sniper, they will tell you 
that the way that they hit their targets is they literally jump up in the air, spin around in a complete circle, and just kind of fire the gun aimlessly. And, it right, is, right. and, it, and they always hit their they target. Quick scope. They quick scope. Yeah, they just so. kind of do that whole like. That's that's how that's how you snipe things, right? You just kind of pull down. Yeah. Only for a moment. You don't even look down the scope because that's that would be cheating. If you look down the scope, you've taken too long, and your target's gonna move. Well, <laughs> if if you look down the scope, you're a camping piece of shit. That's that's you know. Uh, that, hey. that, that that's that that is. There we go. That that is called <laughs> the that is the Call of Duty way of life right there. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get to the heart of things right and, there. Let's, and that, let's talk and that about is, it. And that is that. That's why. That's why I don't play. Because I, you know, and this is why Kev Kev is great to play Rainbow Six Siege with, because mm. he's the guy that's like, I see that I want to run with a shotgun. I, I want to run with a shotgun and challenge everybody. Except the sniper, you never challenge a Call of Duty sniper. You will lose. Like shit, I saw something move. Like I'm on your team. <laughs> Kev, Kev, Kev is like, this is this is Kev in in a, in a Rainbow Six Siege game. I see you're shooting at an enemy. I'm gonna go ahead and Sorry. position myself between you and that enemy so I get shot by both. Wow. Hey, you should watch where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> screen friendly fire. There it is. Although, although. He does. He has a lot more fun playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. I know that's that's his favorite favorite game. We, we know that's a lie. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Can, can we can we can we divert and discuss this for a second? Because I've been loving Ubisoft games mm-hmm. as of late, mm-hmm. and I've I've been drawn towards Wildlands. Yet so many people say no, but there's a number of people saying yeah, go there. What's your guys' take so, on that? So. This is this is largely where I'm at on it. Um, while the multiplayer experience is is still not what I would consider that great, um, mm-hmm. it's it's got a lot of problems. Especially the the more people you get uh, in your in your squad, the more unstable mm-hmm. it becomes. Is kind of the main crux of the issue. On when we tried to stream it once here, the moment Kev joined in with Siphon and I, all of a sudden things start crashing and. That's where we see a lot mm. of latency and that sort of. Mm. Right, the control. I was playing with a controller. Controls aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm crashing, lagging. I'm like, man, screw this. I rage quit that shit so quick. But as a game, though, <laughs> as a game, though, it is. It is, can be generally fun. It's pretty cathartic. I mean, it's it's, it's I, I an like open how, world. I like, game. More, I like how Mort put it before. Jungle GTA, yep. but GTA Five is better. Yep. Well, I said GTA wow. Five is better. No, no, no. And you, you're not wrong. GTA Five is better. Um, you know, especially when you get into modding. There's no mods mm-hmm. on on Ghost Recon Wildlands, so that's where I say just just the mods alone means GTA will always be better. Um, that's that's where I'm at on it. Um, unfortunately, that's a uh, that's uh, that's kind of the downside to it. The gunplay's not bad. It's gotten better. Mm-hmm. The the pilot vehicle piloting has gotten better, so those both were really bad at launch, but mm. uh, it's it, it's open world game the open world, you know it's it's <laughs> it's it, if you played a Ubisoft open world game, you you know what it, what to expect from it. Okay, so Wildlands is Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Assassin's Creed is Watch Dogs. I, w- I was just about to say, with that being said, when you say, uh, you know, it's an Ubisoft game, are there towers involved? 
Actually, there aren't. This is that that is one thing that I think is a little. Uh, well, although uh, Watch Dogs Two, was there any any tower things in that one? I can't remember. I I, I don't I think, think there, there was. was. No, no, there, there aren't no. any. There's one in Far Cry Five, and they actually talk make a joke about it. Yeah, yeah that was but like think, right I in the beginning. Ubisoft, I think the new Ubisoft games they're getting away from the towers. I would be, I don't even think I synchronized, but once in Assassin's Creed Origins. Hmm. See, so I think they're getting rid of rid of a lot of that um, kind of mechanic. Yeah, it's it, because it's <clears> kind <throat> of become a uh, a little bit too too repetitious. Um, gotcha. The the respawning sand missiles. Yeah, Rose. That is one thing I can say is that like you want to just cruise around because to be fair, the the world in in Wildlands is very well done. It it actually feels kind of like an organic uh, living world that you're in. It feels like you're in Bolivia. Well. Uh, if, unless mm-hmm. you've been to Bolivia. In some place case, like, like Bolivia. Yeah, some place like this fictional Bolivia in this game. Um, <laughs> you know, that. so you can definitely see it on there. But uh, there are some things, like if you transport fast travel to any any of your like little fast travel points in there, then mm. the stuff that you've destroyed gets respawned. Um, so that's mm. kind of like the, the surface-to-air missiles or radar jammers, stuff like that, it all gets respawned. And you're like, well, I guess I can start here. Peace. Welcome to Dark yeah. Souls. And, and when you run over the pedestrians, they don't scream loud enough. You can actually you can actually fail um, and have to respawn if you kill too many civilians. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that would be nifty. So, if so they it's not even Jungle game. GTA now. Half yeah. the fun of GTA is running over pedestrians. <laughs> right. One yeah. thing that would be a nifty add-on to that game, though, is um, visible, act, like, um, interactive respawns. Because, like, the, the, the SAMs, the radar towers, those are all on trucks. You know, th- those are um, not fixed devices. They, they set up shop and then run, you know, from a fixed point. But they'll roll in on trucks, you know, modified to carry that kind of equipment. What would be nice is if you go away for a while, whether it's a fast travel or whatever, if they had it on a certain respawn timer, and then you go back to it and you can see them bringing in the replacement and actually take it out before it gets completely set up. That would be a, a nifty feature in there. And I know the, the game engine could handle that. They just don't have it set up for that. It, well, the, the other thing on there, too, uh, that I think is interesting is they've done some great uh, jungle kind of plays on there. They actually did a... Uh, uh, and they, and they one of the things that that Ubisoft is starting to do, which I, I'm always an advocate of, is using your strengths as a company, what you've built and what you're strong at, uh, to help boost your brand, right? And one of the things that uh, um, that I think that they they're doing well is they're starting to kind of overlap their universe. Um, and that's that's something you've yeah. noticed on there. So the first thing is is that they brought Sam Fisher. Um, from Splinter Cell, in for a secret mission that you had to help him out with in, in Wildlands. Now yeah, they brought in they, they brought in Rainbow Sit Rainbow Six um, team members, uh, and you had to help them out on a mission. Uh, and must have not, that one. not in their universe, but still very fitting, very nostalgic-y. They actually had a uh, a predator, predator mission. Yeah, and that was yeah, that, that. that hit all the nostalgia nostalgia notes. Like you're running through the jungle, and you get that like kind of the little drums kicking up as you're running through the jungle. It was like you know, you know there's like nobody here. It's like no enemies, no bystanders, nobody. This is eerily quiet. <laughs> so it's quiet, a little too quiet. It's raft, a little well, too raft. And it, it kind well, of that... 
it takes you in a, through an abbreviated version of the first Predator movie. Essentially, it's like uh, you yeah. you talk to some lady who's really spooked, and the jungle came and got him, or whatever. Like literally the same thing from the story, uh, you know. And then you find some guys strung up and skinned in 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 a bad state. <laughs> you run and you find the spaceship that crashed, and uh, and then you're like you you hear the like the clicking. Uh, and then you hear like the the little voices, your voice, things that you said, kind of being echoed back at you, right? Uh, right. You know, and that's and then you and then you track him down and you fight him. I actually never was able to beat him. That shit was hard. Like they wow. they didn't pull any punches on there. Uh, Zyphon even tried to help get me good? on that one. And yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a get good. It's a you have to be very patient and not mess up. You mess up, you're done. That's it. You probably could uh, pull it off with teammate, uh, like teammates that are, you know. Ha- and the thing is, is this game unlike previous Ghost Recon games. Uh, well, it's not really a Ghost Recon game. We, we, Mort and I have already had that discussion. Yeah. It's skinned Ghost Recon, but the uh, uh, function of it, it is not a Ghost Recon game. Mm-hmm. Um, but at any rate, it has a level up factor. You develop skills in the game like an RPG, which that, that irritates me to a certain extent, but I've learned to live with it and enjoy the game despite that. Right. Um, but if you, that Predator one, like Mort was a sufficiently higher skill level than I was when he went into one of the things we we're having trouble is my slow refi- revive um, skills. I couldn't bring it back fast enough. Um, at this point in time, we maybe have a, a better chance at a second crack. No, at it. no, we would have a worse chance because at this point, uh, because I'm a higher, uh, uh, like I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's okay, a prestige rank. I'm locked. I'm locked into higher difficulties. <laughs> like I can't, I can't go to the low difficulty levels uh, settings. I have to be advanced uh, difficulty uh, or higher. Players. Wait, 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 are you trying to brag? Just say you're better than us now. No, I, I, it's, it's rough. It gets really rough. Get good. You can do a lower difficulty as a client. Yeah, but uh, in any case, though, uh, you know, that, like I said, it's it, it has its fun, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good game. The reason why is because it really doesn't do anything that unique. It's it's pretty much uh, it takes the old theme, kind of the a lot of the 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 play styles of. The old mercenaries games, if you remember those, um, mm-hmm. but it takes itself more seriously, right? Okay. Instead, mercenaries was just it, it was kind of like uh, uh, what is it? Uh, just cause, right? <laughs> right. It's just silly, over oh, the yeah. top. It's not taking itself seriously at all. I forgot all about mercenaries. But, just cause, uh, so glorious. Yeah, it's it's similar <laughs> concept on there. Like my favorite thing in, in mercenaries was the 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 rocket launcher pistol, <laughs> like fired rockets out of it at a rapid fire. Which you would was almost certainly one or two. No, no, this was uh, this was in Mercenaries. Uh, if you oh, guys, okay. Yeah, um, but that's uh, an old game. Yeah, they they were older games from like the mid two thousands, but uh, very similar open world kind of idea behind it, except for Wildlands takes itself more. And gotcha. uh, and of course that means that you have to not take them seriously by uh, getting out on a speedboat and ramping your way up into <laughs> the military base. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Welcome to GTA, folks. Let's do it. <laughs> now, if you really want to do it, you say welcome to um, Just Cause. Get your wingsuit, get your rocket launcher, go ham. Yeah. Maybe that's just what I do. Yeah. yeah Saint, have, Saints right. Row is jumping the shark. That's not over the top. That's jumping the shark. See, They're so. Yeah. <laughs> Saints Row is too much for me. I just want to blow some shit up and maybe run over a couple of pedestrians. Mm. Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> just Cause. <laughs> 
Just Cause does that much better. Yeah, just Just Cause is Michael Bay the video game. Uh, it's that's the, yeah, I've the always, video game. Yeah, it's, that's the way I've always I've always justified it. it. It it really is. It's so much fun. I love Just Cause. Yep. Yeah, if you're one of those people that wants to get a lot more vicious in the game, like you know, ripping ripping body parts off your for your enemies, you know, skulls, spines, whatever. Uh, Predator Concrete Jungle or Spawn the Eternal going way the fuck back there. No, I mean, let's, let me, let me rant. Swords versus rocket launchers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll rant for like five seconds about, uh, about Predator Concrete Jungle and how uh, the movie studios had like such a grand opportunity to bring Concrete Jungle to the big screen. Oh, yeah. With this new Predator reboot. No. They, they just fucking, See, that's fucking like, you know, the original Predator, or the, the second Predator set up kind of a, a a lore behind it. You know, much like Warframe. No, not really a good story, but a good, decent lore behind it. Well, Concrete Jungle actually put a good fucking story behind that lore. And, like, the, the best Predator story I've come across is Concrete Jungle. That is a pretty damn good uh, uh, story in that game. Mm-hmm. Mm. It definitely was, but uh, since there's there's no fun or easy segue to it. Oh, there is, but it has something to do with dildo swords. Yeah, hey. no, no there, there's definitely there's definitely gonna be some dildos involved here. Uh, oh, let's 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 get let's get ourselves let's get ourselves let's get ourselves, <laughs> let's get ourselves into fun here. Um, so <laughs> as as fantastic as we know games journalism. is, um, it's ah uh, yes. They they are always they are always ethical. They they never do anything that remotely untoward. You know we we know that you know, they're mm-hmm, always mm-hmm. always on par here. Uh, mm-hmm, my sarcasm mm-hmm. is bleeding through here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a writer, uh, <laughs> Philip. I'm gonna butcher his last name. We'll just call him Philip. Writer at uh, IGN made a video review of Dead Cells. Great game. Great game. Dead Cells is. Well, we can all agree on that. Um. And uh, his his review, when played side by side with a uh, a smaller YouTuber, or well, then smaller YouTuber, he's not anymore. Um, smaller YouTuber, uh, there was a lot of eerie similarities between the two. Like, yeah. as in, when I say eerie similarities, I mean like verbatim, word for word, same same text. I'd I'd easily say ninety five percent. Yeah. That, that, that like ninety, he changed a couple words, right? With, with synonyms, like we're we're talking middle school. Yeah, with synonyms. Yeah, middle school grade, um, copying your book report from another book report on the internet. <laughs> right. Um. That that that's what it was. Uh. IGN, of uh, course. Uh. They they pulled down the review and said they were investigating. Like only like a couple days later, they were like, "Yep, nope that that writer's fired." Was, that was actually pretty awesome. They, 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 they stri- mm-hmm. there was, there was, and there was no way that they could go through and say, yeah, you know, it looks like uh, plagiarism, but in reality, what? No, there was no way they were going to get away with that. Uh, oh, he did, but he went back. Well, and we're, we're getting to that. We'll get into that. We're kind of <laughs> following a loose chronology here. Um, Kotaku mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. wrote a piece where they actually went and dug up uh, an older FIFA review that he did for FIFA 2018. Uh, then also oh wait a minute so this is more yeah he 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 has this is not a first time he has done this 
Uh, so they went back. Uh, uh, Jason part. Schreier, probably the only halfway decent uh, news uh, games journalist out there. Yeah, he uh, he found other evidence of of him plagiarizing reviews. <laughs> And then last night, found by our good friend Jeremy in uh, in the Discord, there found a nice nice response video that this uh, this writer Philip made in response to the guy that was fired. Yeah, the guy yes. that was fired made a response video. He like stereotypical as possible. He starts off the video with the sad and sigh. Where do I begin? <laughs> like literally, this is. If you could have a uh, check boxes for how to make an apology, and then, like the stereotypical formula you use, right. he literally is hitting every checkbox on there. Oh yeah, he's got the. Uh, he, he Kev posted up the link for the it, video. It should have been had, labeled the damage control that really video. Should have been titled "Sorry, not sorry." Yeah, that's that's literally what it was. But sorry, not sorry. That would have required him saying sorry. Yeah, he never. I don't believe he actually ever says sorry. Now I didn't listen to the damage control. He, he says so sorry to IGN, he and he says sorry to the makers of Dead Cells. He never fucking apologizes to the person who he actually wronged, which was Boomstick. He said, "I'm he, I'm sure." He Boomstick. never admitted. No, he never, and he never admitted that he plagiarized anything. You don't actually see in the description, in the title of the video, or anywhere in his video, he mentions the word plagiarism. It's okay because the comment section has it all over the place. Oh yeah, and and we're we're gonna read a couple of those gems here. I actually pulled up a few few of my favorites. He's few. right now sitting at one point eight k likes and twelve k dislikes. Yeah, on like this video. Yeah, it's it, it it's definitely on there. He's um, wrecked. One one of the the uh, one of the best ones on here. Uh, th- th- this was a uh, one that I I thoroughly enjoyed. Was like, uh, per someone was like. This video could have been very redeeming and stepping stone towards forgiveness and trust. Instead, you used it to try to dodge and avoid blame rather than admitting you were at fault and taking ownership for plagiarizing Boomstick Gaming's work. You go as mm-hmm. far as to even suggest that you did not use similar methods for your FIFA 18 review, even though it's clear to all that uh, that it was that there was an example of you, you your use of plagiarizing... Oh. This person's writing, so my apologies. <laughs> Plagiarism and paraphrasing. On Twitter, you're also censoring people by blocking anyone who has an issue with this video. Instead, allowing them to vent their frustrations and call you out on what is starting to feel like a pathological behavior of subverting the truth behind your actions. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, you have right. the opportunity to do one of two things. Mm-hmm. Admit you were wrong or do nothing at all. Yep. You had the opportunity. Instead, you decided to jump out there and try to make yourself seem like a victim or however the situation may be. You didn't do what you should have done. Idiot. Yeah. Yes. That, it, it's not It's not an idiot. This is this is legitimately not a good person. It's a person. And, and as I commented on the video, which, you know, was... Uh, is in my opinion summarizes it. it's like you know at first when i saw the video i was like nice this guy's trying to be grown up and facing up to a mistake he made silly, <laughs> and then you watched it <laughs> yeah silly me i forgot that no one on the internet is wrong nowadays and even when the even when the evidence is so irrefutable that a news publication with a questionable journalistic ethics standard had to fire you <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's a bad point right there. Yeah, that's, that's <sighs> yeah. That that's like Kotaku having to fire someone for plagiarism. I mean, like, you know, like <laughs> it's a very smart individual right there. Yeah, like now here here's one thing I, I want to point out right here, and there here's the thing: is people hear the term, and some people don't get it just because of the way it sounds. Um, psychopath, sociopath. Um, these are very common mental disorders, and in some cases, they actually help people out in their careers. Mm -hmm. um, the, the biggest difference between the two is sociopaths are, have impulse control issues, so they do crazy shit, which gets them into a lot more trouble. Psychopath, and both of them lack empathy. A psychopath is more self-protective, but they still don't give a crap about anyone else. And this, this is some symptoms of a psychopath right here. Not only does he not care, you know, about the person that he's harming, um, but he's also trying to cover up and protect himself uh, as a result of that. You know, that, and that's, that's psychopathic tendencies right there. And he, he, he even you tried know, to flip it around and, and make himself the victim of it. Uh, which exactly. Was, which was you know, like I the said, most egregious part. Yeah. Uh, at what point he tried to, he, he then he was like, uh, more or less a, I take four... This, this is my favorite part, he said, like, at the beginning. He's like, as the editorial lead, I take full responsibility for this. By the way, he, he tweeted out when he when he released this review, he tweeted out that this was his first completely self-produced, self-written video. He wasn't the editorial lead. He was the everything. He's, he was the writer. He was the director. He was the producer. He, he's the one-man show here. He might as well have been the janitor too. Yeah, he, he's not the editorial lead. <laughs> well, he was trying to be. He he essentially he try is trying to obfuscate his uh, level of responsibility by saying, uh, "I as the editorial lead, I didn't do the writing, but you know, since I was running the team, I I take responsibility." That that's bullshit. You were the writer. Uh, <sighs> the second piece was then he said it was unintentional unintentional uh 95% is not unintentional there is n plagiarism is never unintentional it is always very deliberate it's no. deliberate by design that's that's yeah exactly it is always deliberate that's where i'm like come on man try harder to to be full of shit but then uh <laughs> but but then <laughs> later on he he goes on to try to kind of uh essentially say but, you know, one thing that I do have a problem with, you know, all you people threatening my family and, and this sort of thing. And then he turns it into a uh, threatening uh, people making threats at him. And then he goes on to say, and, and I do want to thank everybody for the kind words and, and the, the words of support and that sort of thing. Essentially, he's trying to turn it into he's the victim here. You gotta pick a struggle. Right, you can't right be there, the victim and then and then get mad at people for attacking your family. But say, oh, you got kind of words, bro. Which is it? That makes me question the validity of you know attacking the family. Yes, it does happen, so it is very possible. But here's the thing: is this person is of a conscious mind and know how to manipulate people. You know, you can tell by the video, if you look into it, he knows how to manipulate people. And bringing that into reference, for the most part, there's not going to be anybody that disagrees with that part right there. I don't. I don't like, oh, man, yeah, they should have gone after his family. Like, no, nobody is going to say that's okay. Yep. So, um, 
either you know that did, uh, I, I can't say for sure that did happen or not. There's people out there that will do that, so I can't say that it didn't happen. Yeah. But it, how much he's pushing, trying to manipulate people's feelings, it, you know, maybe it did happen and it wasn't quite as bad as he made it seem like it was, just so he could garner more of the victim role. Like, oh, not only is it me they're coming after, but it's my family, too. You know, and, and like I said, no one is going to argue that point of view. Anybody with any kind of empathy is going to be, yeah, that's fucked up. Don't go after the family. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm not entirely sure that he's not How using ever. that manipulative <laughs> leverage. Well, the thing is, is it's uh, the internet. It like I, I could go out and I could, I could pet puppies and kittens on a video, and say, look how cute these puppies and kittens are. Somebody on the internet somewhere is gonna be like, I hope your fucking family dies. You know, like <laughs> like I'm doing nothing remotely controversial or in any way affronting or offending to anybody. Some dude out there is gonna threaten to kill my family. So. And that, and that- is like you know looking at that those uh, psychological terms that uh, you know differences the people making those threats are more likely sociopaths they yeah, lack right. the empathy but they also lack the impulse control whereas you know the, the uh, I, I, feel, I feel i feel like that might be jumping a little bit too much on there um yeah because true. because i because i'm like of, of a lot of my background with, with psychology i tend to well let's not diagnose people without knowing uh, with that. Oh, no. I, I agree that, that a lot of his actions do have traits of psychopathy, but uh, yes. you know, I wouldn't necessarily like say, oh, he's a psychopath, yes. or people that threaten him are sociopaths, that sort of thing. At that point, yeah, no, absolutely needs a you know um, a doctor's diagnosis on that. I am no way diagnosing. I'm saying that these are exhibitive traits of these um, these issues. Yeah, I, most, I mostly like to clarify that because people will be like, oh, look at the armchair psychologist. I appreciate that. I'm going to be sounding like, you know, I'm actually saying, hey, this, this is absolute facts. I'm like, no, no, it is not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so that's, uh, uh, but in any case, nonetheless, uh, a, a lot of what I see on there is that people are going to threaten people on. That's just, that's just the way things work. The way things are done on the internet. <laughs> it's, it's a kind of <laughs> armchair doctor podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So, so finally, uh, someone who gets us. Yes. So we we, we are all now armchair doctors. Uh, I'm gonna go Welcome. ahead and prescribe people to go ahead and drink uh, copious amounts of bleach. Of bleach? Yes. Um, wow. No, let's let's not, let's not do that, folks. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think a lot of it though is that it's it's easy to be like, oh. Yes, I was threatened um, online because yes, the 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 chances that you were in fact threatened on the internet are incontrovertibly high. No one is going to be like, you know, I don't think you were threatened, unless it's like a every time someone accuses you of something, always there's a death threat behind it. Then people might start saying, okay, let's actually see some of these death threats. Which I've seen right. with other controversial figures that we're not going to go into because that's a whole can of worms. <laughs> but I have there have been people that are have a, a claim to be threatened all the time, but yet there was um, no evidence of those threats, and it was a, a questionable nature of them using threat, like the fact that they were threatened, in order to uh, subvert accusations. Which again is what's happening here. The other thing that I noticed that he very carefully did was he made very good use of the word allegation. 
these allegations against me, you know, allegedly, yeah, allegedly did this, you know, and <laughs> that's essentially saying that it's something that a person accused him of, but has not been proven. That's that's what an allegation is, and um, and we have the evidence. Yeah, that there's You're well. Here's the liar. thing: is like you know that 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 careful terminology there also you know does highlight the fact that he has. You know, he has some education in journalism. Yeah. You know, that that's things PR that, you know, they, yeah, but, you know, you try, you know, you use certain terminology to try to avoid being hit with uh, libel. Mm. Well, the thing is, is that uh, at this point, you know, he's, he's not the one that's doing libel, but he definitely knows the game or, or he may have consulted with someone who's in PR uh, and they said, here, here's the way that you're, you're, you have to do that. That a lot of people were making comparisons to his uh, apology video <clears throat> to to uh, everybody's best friend and favorite YouTuber Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> that was sarcasm, in case that wasn't clear. Um, I, I should say everybody's favorite YouTuber frat boy, but you know whatever. Uh, point point is is that uh, Logan is Paul. Is he better than Logan Paul? Huh? Is he better than Logan Paul? Mm, I don't know. See, Logan Paul actually uh, uh, directly admitted that he did something wrong and apologized whether or not that was uh, a genuine <clears throat> apology that's debatable but he it's at least the internet. Admit- none of these apologies are genuine yeah but uh but that's that's part's debatable the thing is is that he he never actually uh this guy never admitted to anything and never actually apologized for doing anything um, he got fired for nothing too. Yeah, he got he he didn't do it, guys. Right, it, was, exactly. it was not it was not his fault. You know, it was everybody else's fault but his. I I, I came into work and, and they told me I need to go home. Tell me on the counter. It wasn't me. <laughs> right. <laughs> wasn't me. It's like you know, yeah, you, you're you're standing over a corpse. You got a knife in your hand, uh, and your arm is shaking from having stabbed the person sixteen times. Carl, having people oh, kills nice. them. Life can remind me of llamas. You plagiarized my joke. <laughs> you plagiarized your joke. Yeah, exactly. Plagiarized from somebody else. But uh, I, the question I want to pose to you guys, as as we kind of discuss this on here, though, the the question I want to pass to you guys on here is: Do you guys think that there should be a a form of editorial review for these game outlets like uh, like IGN or whatever, where another person? Uh, reviews your content before because from what it seems like not, people didn't review this before it, it went out there has to be something like that in place but yeah, the mean, thing about it the thing about it is with what you're proposing if in this particular case we're mm-hmm. talking about IGN way up here and the other channel guy way down here mm-hmm. how are you going to verify that that it's all good. That's a good question. I and to add to that, how do you vet these things? Mm-hmm. Right. Like there are millions upon millions of hours uploaded to YouTube every minute of the day. Yes, how man. do you keep up with like in how many of these are game reviews? How do you keep up with each one of these without watching each of these game reviews? I think Boomstick did the right thing. He came out, he made his video and made a complaint and made right. it known. And when right. IGN caught wind, well, they did the um, ethical thing. One, one thing I would say is 
you know, somebody should not be editing their own work. Or, I mean, should not, like, when you're dealing with a, a, a bigger publication like that, they should not be the editor of their own work. There should be True. an independent editor. Um, that that is one thing that is always going to be a step in the right direction. If you're editing your own work, you are going to miss more mistakes, and if some a different set of eyes, a different mind takes a look that, at that's it. a that's a lack of integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the thing is, is and a bigger business like IGN, um, you know, they can have you know review staff, or you know, de- you know, they have enough, um, you know, clout My- to like say have dedicated staff to look at other videos on the internet more or less on a grading scale of how big is this you know and this is this is business how big is this you know com, uh, competitor we're looking at is it like say 10 percent of us is it less than one percent if it's less than one percent fuck it we'll ignore it until there's a complaint but if they're big enough you know they, they have enough popularity compared to ign or those particular reviewers working for ign then they should be looking at it a lot more carefully and it should be easier for them to cross-examine for uh, accounts of plagiarism before it even get uh gets published all right you know what makes things worse too is he was the new guy so how do they bet their employees before they hire them? Well, they look at the, their portfolio and buy <laughs> expecting games journalists to do things ethically. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, hey. yeah, like, yeah, that's that. That is fair. But uh, no, they uh, they they look typically look at their body of work. Do they have published work from before? Um, and and thus well, uh, from stolen? yeah. Well, the thing is, is from what it appears like, probably probably wasn't. My my guess on here, and this is completely my theorizing, so take that with a mountain of salt. This is likely not what happened at all, but a, a scenario that I could imagine uh, this this Philip guy getting into the situation that he's in <clears> now <throat> is essentially, you know, he starts off, he's making YouTube stuff or whatever. He gets hired by IGN, man, dream come true, and the pressure starts to build. Hey, you've got deadlines to meet. You have to, you know work in this eh, maybe more stressed than you're used to environment i wouldn't necessarily say it's incredibly stressful but probably uh, more stressed than previously uh, uh that he was experiencing and uh trying to meet tight deadlines for reviews uh maybe whenever you're not able to rather than admitting that you go to certain lengths in order to fill the gap so and that's well, welcome, welcome to the real world. Oh, no, no. Welcome I, to the real world. And, and yeah. by the way, to make this clear, I'm not saying that that is, that is the right choice. I'm saying that this might be a scenario that a person might lead uh, oh, to plagiarizing things. I think it's bad to do, and that, that is a sign that you are a weak individual in general. Oh. I mean, <laughs> not, not, not trying to, to hijack the topic or the show, yeah. but I've had this happen to me. In my other world, as far as being a content creator, you know, doing music uh, uh, music product reviews and did, tutorials and did, stuff did like Kev that. Did Kev steal your content? Yeah, freaking Plus. Kev, man. I can't stand him. <laughs> I knew there's a reason we I, brought him what, on the show here. Why do, I even like, why do I even hang around this dude, right? No. <laughs> but no, one of, my, one of my videos that I made years ago uh, on a product that actually helps a lot of people uh, for for the lack of a better term for the lack of uh, well let, let's just say this keep it very very simple it's a product that allows you to use uh plugins in ableton live which is a recording program that you weren't able to use without this plugin so i did a little tutorial on it and gave the the the, the author 
uh, a nice amount of like because the 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 uh, the uh, review did a bunch of views. It done you know it, it did pretty well, but I just happened to notice. I don't know, maybe it was like a year after I released the video and it had already done very well. There was a gentleman that actually ripped my video verbatim. He did everything I did in the video the exact same way. He talked the exact same way that I did. Very similar to what we're talking about now. What do you do in that situation? It could because it was just another guy. It wasn't somebody on a scale of an IGN. So there is nothing in place on YouTube to actually to actually deal with those kind of situations. I mean, that's what the MCA is for. But you know, instead we use it for Nintendo less place. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. In that in that case, yeah. That's that's at what point you uh, uh, you make a DMCA claim against them because here's the thing that most people don't realize is that there is an obscure piece of copyright law that says that if you publish something in a public domain that it become there's a soft copyright on it. Mm-hmm. You do not have to file paperwork for that. Right. In that particular instance, you uh, you you make something clearly before someone else there's dates met like in this case with the uh, right. the IGN writer, his review came out clearly after uh, Boomstick Gaming's um, you right. know, at that point, then what he does is he uh, he should make this video comparing the two, but then he should also have filed a DMCA takedown, like mm. because that was clearly plagiarism, that was clearly someone infringing on his published copyright of his content. Um, the game content isn't his, but the problem with in that particular case where it's a little right. gray area is video game reviews here also showing content of video game and the question becomes is that is that uh content of the video game something that you can claim as a, a dmca thing even though you don't own it and wasn't it wasn't it a thing where he the ign guy took the boomstick gaming's footage as well wasn't there something like that i, I don't think he took his footage i don't think he took okay. his footage it was just the actual the the important parts the footage okay like you can steal someone's <laughs> footage and it's not really not really something that you can claim on there unless you are, uh, unless that footage directly, I think, links. Like, for example, say that I'm demonstrating uh, a tutorial, like I've done a lot of build guides. Let's say um, I'm doing a build guide and I'm showing people a strategy on how to beat something and I'm using a, a tactic that no one else has seemed to have used before uh, and right. someone else copies that exact tutorial and uses my footage in order to make that tutorial. That, that's yeah, I thought that was I thought that was the situation because from the videos yeah. that I've seen that showed the side by side, I thought the 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 video was identical. As mm-hmm. and, and and he was actually uh, the guy from IGN actually had the same dialogue over you know over top of it. Mm-hmm. At least I thought that's what I was seeing. That. I, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say if that. Yeah, if, that, if that's the case, that is worse. But uh, I, I can't say that for certain. I thought that it was just uh, that it was the same. But, okay, that could be me. No, oh, never mind. But uh, <clears throat> you know, as as I've ranted on about this for a while, this, this is a pretty heated topic. But uh, screw I, this guy. I I do want to <laughs> kind of go to a, a, another topic that is also kind of something that's interesting. It, not necessarily, although it starts off as negative. This one is just all negative. 
The guy's a piece of shit. He, he did something bad, didn't even apologize for it. Yeah, I, I think I think we can write that off as this guy's a piece mm -hmm. of shit, and he just go. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. <laughs> but the next. Can we one, get him banned from YouTube? Yeah, something. Let's get him banned from Earth. But uh, the real, next one on real here. quick before we go, real quick before we go, if we could, uh, you being you being head of IGN, do you hire the Boomstick Gaming guy? Ah, yeah. Yeah, I would just to be spiteful. Just to be spiteful, I would. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so moving oh, on. That would be a good move. Yeah, that would be a good move. I think they should do that. IGN, you should hire Boomstick Gaming. Give him a job. Boom. But uh, if he if he takes it, yeah, if he takes it. But uh, right. moving on from there, uh, so there's a game uh, over. I want to say, uh, not anymore. I, I think it was uh, it was a little while ago. Got pulled from Steam after uh, after someone did some analysis on the game and found out that while like the the game was running pretty high for being rather simple graphics, it was like it was really it was like. 1980s era graphics right and but it was like taxing out like i7s and gtx 1080s it was like maxing them out and uh they're they're what they were trying to claim that was happening it, like didn't really match up there seemed to be some uh some inconsistencies there uh so well someone um that's familiar with it actually found out that the game was bitcoin mining in the background yeah um which, You're a real piece of crap. Yeah. So, <laughs> and of course, the the game developer denied it adamantly. Uh, Steam looked into it. They pulled the game down because obviously, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Um, that that's pretty clear. That that to me just that you just stamps of malware. However, the question I want to pull to you guys, and I think we we briefly touched on, I think last week when we were chatting after we were playing games, but uh, I wanted to kind of pose it to you guys as a discussion point here. Uh, do you guys feel that that is viable as a, a free-to-play model for a video game? If, if, proper, if properly disclosed. If, like, you yeah, telling people up front. Yeah. There's actually been apps, programs, I can't remember what it was, that actually had very similar uh, features, but they let you know up front. It was, it was something along the lines of, Oh God, this has been a long time, but it was something along the lines of, you know, help us run our engine. We use some of your processing power as long as you're not using it. I cannot remember what the hell that was, but I remember seeing that this was years ago, well over a decade ago. And I thought that was really weird that that even existed. But fast forward to the day and you got this guy that, that, puts mm -hmm. the the whole mining thing into the game that's insane especially when you know you you you're basically this is an invasion of privacy mm -hmm. that that when it, when it boils down to it uh so so what you're asking is is that something that should exist so as as an alternative like for example right now you have your kind of typical free to play model which is uh you know, microtransactions and, and that right. sort of thing, right, as a means to finance running the game. My my question is kind of like as a alternative, you, you don't have to pay for the game up front. You don't have to have microtransactions in the game. Uh, instead, you get a game that's free in the way that it, it recoups that and it funds itself is as you're playing the game in mind some 
Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency well, in the background. I, I well, actually have there's, a point. There's a very, I have a point to. If I could, I real quick. Say, there's there's yeah, a very sorry, simple. Sorry, sorry. There's a very simple response to that. What's my cut? Well, you're your not going to use your, your your cut is that you get a video game for free. Nah. Nah, 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 you're not. You're not going to use my my processing power and 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 all of this other stuff to mine to make you rich, and I get nothing off of it. Screw you, your game, well, all like all of your. <laughs> well, let, let me put in. A, uh, let me put a couple of examples out there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm running a uh, RX Vega, fifty percent power, mm-hmm. and that's fifty cents a day. Now mm-hmm. you start adding that up on one person, you're cut for off of that. If you're paying 50 cents a day for the cost of a game, okay, over the course of a year, how much is that? You know, and that's if it's running 24 hours, not just when the game is running. In this case, it would be only while the game is running, not 24 hours a day. So you're running this 24 hours a day. That's 50 cents a day. Uh, let me let me actually do some math on there. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's 182 dollars by the end of the year. So if it is running 24/7 on your computer then yes, you deserve your cut. But if it's only when you're running the game and no other time, then it's pain for the game. Mm-hmm. That's more or less what it is. Because in reality, there's nothing truly free out there. It's paid for by some means or another. Maybe not by you, but by somebody right. some way. Right. You know, right. In some cases, adver- targeted advertising, whatever the case is. So it's got to be paid for. You know, work, work gets paid for some way or another. Um, so if you look at... And here's a, a point I want to make. And Lapisulia... Um, you know, made me think of this is give you options on there. Not that we're just going to tap your processing power, whatever is left available, a hundred percent or graphical or CPU. And then, you know, the rest is to run the game is give you some control options, like say, you know, 50% or something else like that, you know, so that you're not overtaxing your system. Or if you have some thermal control issues, you don't have good air conditioning, you know, your CPU is prone to overheating and thermal throttling, so it doesn't bog down your entire system. It only takes up, say, 50% of available resources. You know, that that would be something right there is more or less. And at that point, it becomes more like a donation, like games or software that lets you offer a donation. You've got a variable input amount on there that's not, say, hey, you know, here's your free trial. Then it's $60 to, you know, play is like, hey, you can donate five dollars twenty dollars sixty dollars whatever you want on there in this case you're donating processing power for your machine mm-hmm. i feel you there I, I i feel you there but immediately i'm a person that i i, I totally know under and understand that you give somebody an inch they'll take a freaking yard yep yeah so today it's you know it's 10 percent then suddenly you're you you got 75% of your computer that you're missing and you're still not being properly reimbursed for it. I, I me me personally, I'm like, no, I'm not feeling it. I, I can I can personally speak uh, as as someone who does mine uh, off of a a, a a GTX 1080 and an i7 um, mm-hmm. running just dedicated nothing else running, not a game running or anything dedicated on that. Uh, I can get maybe a dollar fifty. If you think about it, um, breaking that down, if I'm playing a game for a couple hours a day on average, um, they're not even if they max out and take the entirety of all your system resources, they're they're making, you know, peanuts. Um, so it's not gonna. Mm-hmm. I, my concern would be more along the lines of would it be a sustainable business practice? 
Yeah, that that's the the question I'm more. Well, if you if you have <laughs> thousands or millions of people mm-hmm. <laughs> that are that are doing it, and that's what this guy was going after. <laughs> yeah, well, if you look at like say the the AAA to- uh, gaming industry, and say you know your game, you only get a you pay sixty bucks for a new game. And it's not a, you know, it, it's kind of a, like a fixed standard game. You can play, entertain, you can be entertained for by a, for about a year. So mm-hmm. you pay 60 bucks a year. <laughs> and you're playing, and this is, say, if you're playing upwards of six hours a day. I'm going, you know, one quarter of a day right there. Six hours a day. If you're playing a game that much for a full year, that's $60 for the full year. Now, I did the, the math on this. And this is if you have a more powerful GPU and it's running off the GPU in, uh, instead of the CPU. Right. Um, in my case, is like that's forty five dollars over the course of the year, running six hours a day every day. You add that up by multiple people, that's a reasonable amount. But most likely, this is tapping off of the CPU. Can we just throw some sales, Kevin, on not needing this phone? Yeah. The hell? Yeah. But, you know, you look and off of the CPU. That's looking at like I think less than five percent of the example I just made. So you're looking at making $5 a year, maybe $10 a year per person. Yeah, it can add up, but per year, that's that's pretty slow growth for, you know, especially yeah. if it's a large budget game title. Yeah, that that's kind of where I look at it is that, yes, if you have thousands of people playing it, but as opposed to uh, how much money gets made in microtransactions, I don't know if you know, but uh, Overwatch made a billion dollars in 2017 off yeah. of loot boxes. So, uh, yep. you know, it's would would uh, would mining uh, give you something comparable to that? I, I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah. So no, I don't think it's a sustainable business model. It's a nice idea if it's voluntary donation type system. They give you options. They'll be upfront about it as opposed to unlicensed gambling, which uses, you know, tricks of praise on people's uh, psychological tendencies. You know, obviously right. this, if they're upfront about it, would be far superior as far as, you know, ethical <laughs> ethics goes. I can agree with that. I can, I can definitely see. Kev, what with, are your with, thoughts? Do you, do you, uh, I, I know how big you are into mining. You've, you've been quiet because your phone. Oh, yes. Out. Yes. You know, I, I, I got all, all the important business calls, bro. All the important business calls. All of them. Um, yeah, I mean, they're call, they're calling me right now to ask me if they can use my computer for mining. You know, so while I play their free play titles, they're they're, um, they're actually offering him money to advertise people, allow them to use their computer for mining. So he's <laughs> he's he's now a spokesperson for these uh, malicious cryptocurrency folks. Nice. Let us know. Let us know. But yeah, I'm not into the idea. Um... I just don't like it's one thing if you say, yeah, you can do it, whatever. What I'm against is how they actually went about it. They yes. went they went in the back end, it was unknown, and then when people called them on it, they tried to lie about it. Oh no. That's not okay. Like n- none this. of that is okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then Steam found it and Steam did the right thing, they took the game down. Um now I mean if you wanna let them use your pop- PC power, by all means. Give people the option. Give people choices. Um, it feels very, um, I don't know the right word here, uh, rapey. I'm going to use that hey, word, rapey. Because hey. <laughs> they, they just take your PC power and don't know how, and without any errors in the world. But, but did, without any consideration to you. So, so, but, but, so what you're saying is, is that 
you know, it doesn't take a GTX 1080 and an i7-7700K to run essentially what amounts to stick stick graphics. Yes, that's what it takes to, ru to run Minecraft. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I have Minecraft. This, the, the graphics of this game were below Minecraft. So we're talking Atari 2600. Yeah. No, this was like television. No, this was like Pong level graphics. This was Pong. like this. <laughs> this was like, or maybe Atari this, level graphics that we're running this here. Is what it, took, it took an i9 and a ten and two 1080 Ti's and SLI to run Pac-Man <laughs> at low settings yeah. at 15 frames. Nah, I'm yeah. good. Or ADI. <laughs> Or 100% utilization, overheating, thermal throttling. Oh, you were getting all that in Pac-Man, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, that's... Uh, so, So I, I guess the consensus then kind of is more of a... Uh, no, this this wouldn't really work. Well, let me let me ask this question. This is this is slightly off topic, but related. Mm -hmm. uh, how much of this would, would have been prevented if Steam was on top of their game with, as far as betting games? Oh, hold on. Hold, hold, oh, this hold sounds on. like we're, we're moving over. <laughs> before we get there, before we get there, I want I want to clearly define what a marketplace is versus what a game publisher is. Hey. So, so so Valve, and this is something that's commonly misunderstood. People throwing down, oh, yeah, like Kotaku. I love it. Kotaku's like, see if if uh, if Valve had been uh, curating games like they're supposed to, and Valve is like. We're not a curator. We're not a publisher. We are not right. a publisher. They, they are a publisher, but they're also oh, yeah, a Yeah, they, they, they are a publisher. They do publish games, but no, the Steam platform, not Valve, Steam platform, right. it's just an open marketplace. It's like a flea market. You come up and you sell your goods. You know, you pay for your stall, right? You pay for your stall. You sell your goods, whatever. It's not the flea market's responsibility to go and check everybody's shit to make sure they're not selling stolen radio. Right, true. You know, that's, I want to sell stolen radios. That's and that's, However, yeah. once they find out that they're stolen radios, they better be cracking down. Oh, on they, that they, shit. they are. Exactly. Yeah, if someone else exactly. comes I mean, and reports them, stolen that's radios, my point. Or are they crappy stolen radios? Yeah, that. Well, the, the <laughs> point, point is, the point I want to hook up. The the point is on there though is that I I hear that argument a lot, and I am I am with Steam on this one. I agree with the stance they've taken that they are not a curator. Um, they now. Uh, someone made a point of you know maybe making the the bar to entry a little bit higher so that it's a uh, a little bit more it dissuades some of these uh, uh, more underhanded gaming folks. That. Well, they right. they have a, I think it's a five thousand uh, uh, barrier to entry to list something on Steam. I think costs five thousand dollars. Well, it um, used to be like a hundred bucks, I think, or maybe it was yeah, a well, thousand. So they they did raise the barrier to entry. Yeah, so that's last year. Maybe they should I, do it like Microsoft and Sony, where it's like thirty thousand off top. Yeah, it, well, they, I, I may be wrong on what the the bar to entry. That might have been what the person was recommending was to make it five thousand dollars or something like that. Uh, but the point is, is that uh, you know that that is one way to do it. Make it a little bit more expensive to list on Steam up front, so that makes it more of a gamble for someone trying to do something uh, untoward if they are right. if they are risking more money up front. And not necessarily guaranteed that in return, then I could definitely agree 
that that would be a good tactic. That, that makes it a lot more a lot steeper for independent developers, people who are not trying to make a game based off of a business loan that they would be required to actually give it. But, because right. Steam is also or Valve is also of the opinion that they want independent developers who are like say don't make enough money to pay that you know a, a steep investment there, in there. That there are but ways have, for them to get the money very easily if you go on uh you know indiegogo or you go on uh 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 what am i thinking of what's the the, the crowdfunding site the big one go fund me yeah, no no kickstarter, kickstarter. Oh, good kickstarter. god go funding calf what's wrong with you oh he spent a lot of time on there apparently yes yeah kickstarter <laughs> no, kick, i was thinking kickstarter and said go fund me <laughs> go fund me uh, no, if there's you go also on, Steam's, uh, Steam's early access program too. Uh, do they even have? Well, I don't know. In any case, the point is, is they that, killed it. Yeah, I think they killed that. But uh, in any case, oh. my my point is, is that you can start up a Kickstarter. Say, hey, I'm, I've already produced a game. I just need to. And here's here's a a sample of the game. Uh, top 100, uh, you know, people that are above this tier, they get a free copy. Um, you know, and you know, get people to uh, to donate and get your game published. Wouldn't actually be that hard, especially if you have a good game. If you have a crappy asset flip, uh, like a lot of them, yeah, no one's going to fucking uh, so Well, I mean, a lot of games these days are crappy. <laughs> well, make a good game. Hey, you... Kev knows, he plays them. Yeah, he, he plays all the crappy games. I mean, like... Oh, <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> he likes that Call of Duty life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's yeah, bro. that's my thought. But I, I don't, I don't want to throw it away. They're talking about Steam and being an open marketplace. I don't want to uh, lose out on the chance that we have to talk about the best story of the day, which is Steam. I need, I, I need some clarity on this. What exactly is happening? Steam is 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 uh, is getting getting some competition. So Discord, as many people that play on PC or you know otherwise on there, might be familiar with Discord as a, a nice chat um, chat solution, I guess. You know, voice and video and uh, text chat. Um, you know, it's kind of superseded a lot of the other uh, PC communication platforms like Teamspeak uh, and uh, and the other ones like that. Uh, it's superseded a lot of them as a primary means for gamers to kind of get together, communicate. Uh, because unlike on consoles, uh, PCs don't necessarily rely on a built-in party chat system like uh, Xbox or PlayStation. Got to get that AOL popping. Yeah, which I I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's for the better, you know, that, that we have choices. But it does that is one of my been one of my complaints that it does fragment a lot of uh, communities because some were on Teamspeak, some were on uh, what's the. the that's what M. I can't even remember anymore. Vimeo. Uh, Vimeo. Um, Vimeo. I know it's what it is. Wow. No, that's a Vimeo, the video site. Yeah. Um, there's something else similar to. Mumble. Mumble. That was. What yeah, it was. I was thinking. Of, yeah. yeah Mumble oh, was yeah. another one. Um, but yeah, the, uh, some people were on Skype. I don't know why they must have really been suicidal or something. That's I don't pretty, know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Discord <laughs> came out and it's it's largely supplanted all of those. It's become pretty ubiquitous. In the PC gaming space, which I'm like, yeah, well, well played. Oh, you have console gamers using it now too, like a lot of the Nintendo gamers right now. Yep, they use Discord. Yeah, and and that's it's fantastic. It's great. It it has become a very uh, ubiquitous platform that millions of people are using. 
and like recently they announced uh actually a little while ago they kind of uh, have been shaping things where they now have kind of an activity feed and a games launcher built into your kind of dashboard of it um which we're like hey cool that makes it easier to launch things and then they're like oh yeah we're also launching a game store and we're, like, yeah. and we're like, oh shit, Steam! Now we finally have some good competition, right? Because uh, good Gog. I mean, I find, Gog I find unfor- this is hilarious though because uh, Steam just updated the software what like two weeks ago to the whole yeah, that their their Discord type thing. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're trying they're trying to copy the Discord uh, chat system, uh, which mm-hmm. by the way, not nearly as good. It's it's really has a long way to go i mean not to say that they couldn't get it there but it's definitely not up to that par yet you know and uh yeah there's um i i feel like it's it's good like they've gotten this platform that is very ubiquitous already and then now introduce it once they played the game well like as i said they they played the game well they got the saturation in there not Mm -hmm. being a competitor to steam Mm-hmm. And then they throw in that store to now be a competitor with Steam. So they kind of snuck themselves in. I don't know if this was mm-hmm. their game all along, but if it was, well it played. worked well played. That, that is, that's well played. <laughs> Very that's, well played. That's a sneaky ass move. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they just were trying to figure out ways that they could better. Because thus far, I have no idea how they're really making money uh, on Discord as it is. I mean, yeah, they got the Turbo, or not Turbo, what's it called? Uh, uh, essentially, their subscription they... service. Uh, Nitro. Are they, Nitro. Are they a part of Steam now? I'm mean, not Steam. Uh, Twitch. No, no, no they have integration no. with Twitch. Um, Twitch is part of Amazon Prime. Uh, Amazon. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Twitch no, Twitch no. Twitch. There's, there's. Okay, maybe it was Curse that Twitch. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Twitch owns Curse. Too. Yeah. Twitch. Uh, Amazon owns Curse. I mean. Yeah. Amazon owns Curse. Um, I, I, I was part of the Curse network whenever they got that bot out happened. That was, that was entertaining. Um, wow. Yeah, so that that was a uh, that was a fun little piece, but yeah, they they are independent, and I I've been always curious how they're generating revenue off of it because yes, they have the Nitro subscription service, but they can't have that many people subscribing to Nitro uh, to really fund the. I, I can't imagine what the infrastructure costs are. Um, you know, maybe they're running off of AWS in the background. That's fair. But that's still, that's going to cost you money, and I didn't know how they were making it. Now, if they successfully launch this game store, then they can start taking cut off of game sales like Steam does. Steam obviously is doing quite well for themselves with that game store. Uh, yeah. That's the reason why they haven't needed to make a game in like, or a third third uh, game in a trilogy. Hey. That's, that's because well, we all know yeah. that Gabe is allergic to the number three. Hey. Yeah, he fears it. You know, we'll, we'll go, we'll go. Number two, episode two, season two. <laughs> what it is? You just keep adding twos onto the end of it. What we're seeing, what we're seeing oh. is a translation. He's counting in binary. <laughs> one is actually zero, and two is one. So it's, he's he's counting in binary. That's all the farther he can go. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I've always I've always kind of gotten amusement out of, out of Gabe and Mike. That's a better Gabe argument, but I thought it would be honestly. Yeah, no, it, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Is binary. He only plays. He used to. He used to deserve our praise. We're we're gonna see Half Life Four get released, and we're gonna be like, wait, what? 
I mean, you never know. I used to say we were going to be half like three before Kingdom Hearts 3. Microsoft County. That's how that turned out. Like, Windows 7, Windows 8, Windows 10. Wait, what? Right. (laughs) Right. We're here now. Yeah. So, but yeah, so my my question is, do you guys, what do you guys think the odds of... uh, of Discord becoming a uh, a competitor to Steam, like any any significant portion, because yes, GOG is the second biggest uh, games distribution platform uh, to Steam, but I mean, let's be honest, they're they're not they have like a fraction of the the market. Yeah, but they don't need it. They they have all of the uh, uh, oh, the, the CD Projekt Red stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have all the retro stuff too. Here's the thing I'm going to say on that is, okay, how long has been, uh, Twitch been uh, running their game store? And how big is that? Oh, they bear, they, they're they clever, though. They, they have a clever yeah. angle that they're running. Uh, essentially, yeah. Twitch is now using their Prime stuff to give out free games, you know, so mm-hmm. kind of like a, uh, an Xbox Live type experience, except mm-hmm. you get to keep the games. Yeah. <coughs> Ouch. That, that's also that's also PlayStation Plus. There, it's not just Xbox that I'm throwing shade on. Well, Sony, get Sony can get some of that games. too. Huh? That's the damage control, the damage controller was here, but we get to keep our 360 games. Well, yeah, because I that that was when they were doing the games with gold on 360. I even cashed in on some of those. Still own them, but you know <laughs> Xbox One, you don't get to keep none of those. Um, mm-hmm. You know PlayStation, you don't get to keep them. But you know that's Twitch. Twitch seems to be trying to play their angle very well with giving away free games, getting people into that ecosystem, comfortable with the launch or that sort of thing. Uh, they did a smart thing of like integrating, you have a games platform with your streaming service. Just like Discord, you have your chat service and your games platform. Steam, yeah, people chat on it. But, I mean, let's be honest. What are people mostly there for? You know, they're, the games. They're using it to it's launch gaming. games. Well, and here's the thing: is like, okay, Twitch games. I've I've d- taken a lot of free Twitch games. I've got a, quite a collection. I've even downloaded a couple of them. I have not played a single fucking one. <laughs> no, no. And some of them are one. games I want to play at least, you know, to tr- try out. Like I think Super Hot uh, was one of those games that's on my Steam wish list. I took it off of my Steam wish list because I got it through Twitch. You know, the the Twitch Prime loot. Um, you know, Discord, I think, you know, if, if there's enough people that are like my mindset on there that, yes, we, we like the option of variety and we'll actually make, make use of some of that, but we go back to the standard of simplicity of like, well, Steam does everything so well for me, I'm just going to stick with that. And yeah, you can add the games to the Steam launcher and run it from that, and, you know, it's still like, you know, running, having a game downloaded straight through Steam. It's just a matter of laziness. Honestly, mm. it's laziness. I, I, I don't know, like, like, played some, games on Twitch. I played some of these games off of Twitch right off of the launcher. It's fine. It's like playing it off GOG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like I played a little bit of Tyranny on there. I played some Stray. If I already had Super Hot on Steam, I'm just looking at my Amazon games list. Yeah, I have. Um, I, I got. I got games already had. Like I already had Tales from the Borderlands. Joe jo- Toon. I got uh, Joe Toon recently uh, on there. So. You know, it's and like I said, they they're playing it well, but uh, my thought is is I'm curious on how it will will Discord be able to play within that game because you're talking Discord versus Valve is a giant and Amazon is <laughs> like if we if we're looking at scale, you got like a little human sized 
person, mm-hmm. and then and then you've got like this uh, this giant valve person who's like you know twenty feet tall, and then right. you have planet sized Amazon. You know, so it's like, will will yeah. Discord be able to compete in that market? That's that's what I'm curious I think, about. I I think yes. Because I think um, Valve is going to start losing market share as you see some of the bigger publishers go. Yeah, I think well, Activision, for example, is going to pull all of their big games off of um, Steam. Put, people thought people thought it was weird with Destiny, and mm-hmm. they pulled it to Blizzard. If th- people are thinking it's weird with Call of Duty, they're pulling it to Blizzard. I think they're going to keep doing it. You have Bethesda. They're starting to say, you know, Fallout 76 isn't going to be on Steam. And Bethesda is going to keep pushing that. They're going to especially because they want to push Creation Club so hard. They're going to pull all of that off Steam where they can control it more. Yes, fuck Activision. I, I thoroughly agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, Goddamn. Think... You started a roller coaster. Oh, they, they already <laughs> had it there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Activision, Bethesda, EA. Can I get a fuck EA? <laughs> 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 no, we're not I got Valve, EA, but no gaming yet. Yeah, but it's there, that's fuck EA. There we go. Yeah, I, I want specifically Gaben. Nobody's going to say Gaben. <laughs> oh, there you go. You got it. <laughs> don't yeah. challenge the internet, man. You had to, you had to speak it don't up. Don't challenge man. the internet. <laughs> I feel like I've been issued a challenge. Yes. Accept it. I love it. Thank you. Here we go. Um, <laughs> but I think as more of these big publishers starts thinking about, you know, hey, I can just keep this money in my pocket and not deal with Steam and do things however the hell I want to do them. Right. We're going to start seeing less people come over to Steam. Because you don't just... Because on Steam, you're getting to the point where since they don't curate their games, mm-hmm. you're just another um, coin, in, coin in the pond, for, bat, for lack of a better term. You're just, in, just there. But you're with all of the uh, asset flips... You're with all the dime dozen um, Metroidvania games and roguelites. And at what point do you, as a um, game, separate yourself? Yep. Because let's be real, you'll have 100 games in a genre, and people only really play two or three of them for the most part. Like, if you have a bunch of MOBAs out there, what MOBAs do people really play? League, Smite, Dota. Yeah maybe the Blizzard one. I can't think of what it's called now, but maybe the Blizzard one. You got 101 MMOs. People mainly play WoW and Elder Scrolls Online. And, and maybe uh, maybe start... You know, you've got you've got your niche groups, but the, the problem is is that every new thing that comes out, right, you have the big dog that's the innovator that comes out with the new thing. Maybe they didn't invent the new thing, but they just kind of were the, the big hit in the new thing. And then yeah. you have you have a couple of, of guys that get in quickly on the fad that, that catch some stragglers that are new to the genre. Uh, and then after that, you'll just get a stream of copycats that just fizzle out and burn, right? Uh, and that happened with the MMO fad. You had WoW. They struck it big. And then you had a few it's other... It's PUBG. Huh? Well, PUBG wasn't the first Battle Royale. No. But it, but, was... but, it, but, it, but, it, but it was the one that brought everyone's attention to it. Fortnite copied it, of course, did it better, and now everybody's playing Fortnite. And now you see a lot of other battle royale games. Well, that's that, that aren't really as good as PUBG or Fortnite, but they're popping up. Well, you did that. You saw that with oh, with uh, MMOs, with World of Warcraft, and then it's uh, like all the the kind of the followers behind it. You saw it happen with uh, uh, military shooters. You know, Call of Duty, Medal of Honor. You know, like Battlefield. All these guys on there. 
Uh, and then you saw it with open world games, battle royale <laughs> games. Uh, or no, sorry, I forgot. In, before battle royale, you had the hero, hero shooter fad. Overwatch <laughs> tried it, and then uh, uh, what's the other one? The the one. No breakers. Uh, no, no, not Lawbreaker. It's the uh, uh, it's the the free to play one. That, Paladins. 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 That's it. You had Paladins that's... in there, and then you had like Paladins several. Paladins doing it. Yeah, no, Paladins, Paladins is, is actually they're they're the they're the second one. They, like I said, you have the the guy that strikes it big, and then you have like a couple of like ones that come after it that follow the trend that still catch some of that. But then you have like dozens of uh, of copycats that just fizzle out and burn, and that's what happened with hero shooters. It's happening with with uh, battle royale. You know, it's it, it's gonna happen with with every new big fad that hits. You have the first person that does it that hits it big, couple of big followers. And then everybody else that just kind of stumbles and falls trying to trying to copy, uh, but that's that's my thing is that if they keep those niche groups, um, like for example, Activision, they have they have a big hit in MMOs, they have a big hit in hero shooters, they have a big hit in uh, in in military shooters with with uh, Battlefield, not Battlefield, my brain, uh, Call of Duty, sorry. Um, I actually come to think of it, they seem to be the ones that really cash in on this shit. I'm surprised they didn't make Fortnite, you know? <laughs> or even you think about, like, with Destiny when I think about with Activision, too. You know, there's a yep. bunch, like, you know, we got Anthem trying to copy them. Um, the Division tried to copy them a little bit. I still I still um, blame all of them for copying Diablo. Warframe. In a manner of speaking, well, the thing is, is no. that Destiny, Destiny and Warframe largely were developed around the same time frame destiny was released a little after warframe but they so i, I wouldn't necessarily that depends, say on, it, that depends it on the initial what when you frame the initial development warframe actually got its start in the early 2000s when they uh, tried to pitch it to get published before dark sectors came out and nobody wanted to invest into it then so, dark sector came out because well but, they needed to make some money I, w and, I wouldn't say the gameplay that, loop was the same concept back then. I think the yeah. the general idea of it, um, the like the the space ninjas, the Warframe suit that you wear, uh, kind of the gunplay, the third person gunplay thing. Yeah, I think that those were definitely all parts of it. But the kind of the uh, the looter shooter concept, I don't think that that was even in anybody's brain until much later on. Whenever the kind of live services game model became more popular. And they realized mm -hmm. if we can, it it kind of spun off of the MMO trend. Really, it was. Mm -hmm. it was and it, mm -hmm. Go ahead. And and to add on to that too, I don't know that I would even necessarily classify Warframe and Destiny in the same category. Yes, they're sci-fi um, space shooters. They have a lot of similarities, but and yes, you're grinding for better Warframes versus better guns. But I think the um, the more variety that comes with Warframe makes it makes it a little bit different. Destiny is about the grind; it's kind of about the repetition, sadly. Um, whereas Warframe, you're going to experience new things. You grind to experience new things. Um, so is, I, in my is, is Kev, is Kev complimenting Warframe? Yeah, it's time in the game. Warframe has had five years in into this. That's why you've got so much variety. Well, at this point, it's it's not just variety. So it's much feature. content. 
Yeah. It's feature but, but but let, let's compare it to Destiny. Destiny's been out for almost four. Well, no, no, hold on. Let's 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 uh let's kind of take that back. It's not necessarily time in development. It was a uh, it was a different style of support structure. So at the core, both games are the same kind of genre. They are both looter shooters. The gameplay loop is you run through a mission, you shoot a bunch of shit, you feel super powerful, you're cool, you're a badass, you get some loot at the end. Oh, it wasn't the loot you run you wanted? Okay, well you replay that mission, you shoot a bunch of shit, you feel super powerful, you get some loot at the end. And add add you repeat ad nauseum until you get the loot that you those that's the basic gameplay loop of a looter shooter. It's based like you said, it's based off of Diablo. That's where really where that started, back in the late nineties with Diablo, rerunning shit over and over again until you get the loot that you well, the thing is, is that where they differed is the support model, whereas um, Destiny went with the more traditional DLC model, because it's a AAA game, of course, it, it kind of does that. Um, it went with the more traditional DLC model with the first Destiny, releasing large chunk of content. Uh, and, and then added loot boxes. Yeah, and then well, they added loot boxes, but they also charged for the DLC, you know, that sort of thing, right? Yeah. They did They did charge for the expansions, right? In the first Destiny? Oh, yep, they charged yeah. for Oh, they charge for them in the second. Yeah. Okay. So they, they charge for they, you get two expansions a year, two or three. Yep. And then they and then in the next year you pay for the season pass to get two more. Yeah. And they do that each year until the next one comes out. So conversely, wasn't there mm-hmm. wasn't there something where with this last update for Destiny you lost your progress or you couldn't play it if you weren't a certain level or something like that? Um. No. De- de- Destiny. Destiny. To get to the new content, it's always like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they want you to grind your character up to the next level. Now, what they usually do, though, is give you the XP boost to get through, to get to the content quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not as bad as people say, like, I, I, when the last Destiny DLC came up, I didn't like the first one they put out, so I skipped it. I jumped right into the second one. I was at level in, like, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. the, the the difference though on the content uh, support structure though is how Warframe did it since they were free to play game primarily. Although Destiny has its microtransactions, but because um, the support model for Warframe hinged on their microtransactions, uh, instead they went with a different model of constantly uh, releasing new guns and Warframes and kind of like uh, at a regular interval they're releasing new guns very frequently. Warframe slightly less frequently. And then usually right. once or twice a year, they have a kind of a big content update uh, that adds something really new to the game. Uh, and then throughout that, they're sprinkling in new content all the time because they have to balance um, patching old stuff that's broken or reworking old stuff that's broken, um, releasing new content that people can buy because you have a kind of a small core group of people that are just microtransacting the shit out of everything. Whales, right? Well, after those people all buy the new shit that comes out, they all have it, so your your purchases start declining really rapidly, right? So then your money, your cash flow starts drying up. Well, then you have to release something new to keep that kind of that roller coaster going. Um, right. Then they have to balance that with a big overarching, uh, you know, major content development project that they do so they they have those multi-level um improvement projects that they're constantly going through that has caused them to have this mountain of content compared to destiny where destiny has 
a, a much smaller selection of content that they release far more sporadically. Um, and I think that's the reason why Warframe has been so enduring is because it's constantly interest where Destiny, like, <laughs> one, tapered off towards the end considerably. Destiny 2 came out. Big hype really died. And then now it's starting to slowly come back as they're they're actually doing shit right now. I, I was I was I was just about to ask you uh, with what you just said. I know there's a ten year contract on Destiny, but but with the somewhat lackluster or lack of success with one and now two, do we see another one? Yes, Destiny one was highly successful. Okay. It had some problems, like I said, with year three, but year one and two were very successful. Um, people didn't like the initial release because they did. I don't think people understood what the game was. I didn't understand what the game was initially. Uh, I played the first one at first. And hey, go pissed. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Fuck Destiny, we got that. Can we get a fuck Warframe? Um... <laughs> hey. Yeah, I think, I think Kev is going to have to put that in there himself. I, I yeah, think, I I think yeah. Means- I think he's the only person that doesn't like it. Yeah, so, so unfortunate. The only one ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, but um, what was it? But um, with Destiny Two, it sold in the beginning, but people didn't like how they restructured everything. And what it was, it was like I get it. You didn't feel rewarded for playing like you did the first one. Like you didn't feel like there was nothing worth grinding for. Mm-hmm. Um, exotics came a dime a dozen. All um, it was um, the armors didn't mean much. Like they didn't have um, its own individual tra- uh, inv- individual traits like the first game had. And then when you came in um, with the DLC for the um, for the second game, the first one and the reason I didn't like it, all the guns were just reskins of the guns that came with the game with new names. So I was like, I don't like that either. Now they're starting to. I'm not. I don't think it's damage control, bro. <laughs> I'm just explaining what they did. I will not hold that L, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but with, with this one now, they, um, they, I feel like they're getting a lot of it right, and especially with the Forsaken comes out, they're gonna get they're gonna get a lot more even right um, from just what they said they want to do. It sounds like they're getting it back to where things were in Destiny One. Will people come back? I, d- I just I just want to throw it out there. Zyphon's camera is is glorious. He's got like this kind of it's ghost, awesome. this ghost yeah, image of awesome. his face. It's uh, well, but we'll leave it there. That's that's fine. We'll <laughs> we're, that's awesome. We're close to the end. I just I just but, love uh, that. There's a ghost image of his face grinning, and it's kind of like the most haunting <laughs> thing ever. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm not Digital going to say it's the ghost in the shell, but hey, <laughs> it was aliens. Yeah, but uh, so in any case, though, let's kind of bringing it back towards the Discord. Um, how do you, what what is a good um, kind of marketing or a strategy? I guess not just marketing, but in general, a good business strategy for um, for Discord to try to start um, attracting uh, a lot of those uh, a lot of those Steam users that might be displaced um, due it's to already there. It's, it's 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 all in one. Yeah. At this point, it's a it's a pure all in one. You got your games, you got your community, you have uh, premium features. If you're uh, uh, what's the name of it? 
um, nitro. nitro. Yep, you get free the games. Nitro. You get free games right. if you got nitro. Yep. And I think oh, they're just going to. I didn't know they gave you free games. They're going that's, to. That, yep. That's that's what's going to uh, be a part of that now. Mm-hmm. Just like the Twitch Prime that we were just talking about. Yep. yep. Um, but it's but it's 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 purely all in one. It's just now adding on more features, attracting mm-hmm. more people. I I think is excellent. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's 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 something that I think Valve should have done at least the whole community aspect of it. They should have been the first one. And yes. and what's funny is they do everything that Valve is doing, but they just do it better. Yep. Now, now my question is, as far as Valve's response, do you think Valve should have a subscription service where they give away free games? The only issue with that is you have you have June, you have uh, October, you have November and December. <laughs> Here, here's the thing on that though: is they're going to have. Unless they are AAA titles, you know, high popularity titles um, that are not too terribly old, they're going to have a a hard time selling that just because of all the free content that's already available on Steam. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, not only all the free content on Steam, all the free content you get everywhere. Like, you don't need Steam to get Steam keys. Like, how many free games have we gotten from Humble Humble Bundle? Like, often. And Humble Bundle Monthly might be just the best deal if we're talking about like the games of the month yes sir like or whatever programs humble bundle monthly that's pretty tough to beat and i don't think any of these other programs um on pc right now are beating humble monthly no i've been there since the beginning <laughs> and, and i'm gonna say and i'm not a sub i i sub every so often like i took the um july bundle because i wanted a hat in time other than that, I take my I take my Twitch games, my Twitch Prime games. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is that uh, you know, I, and I, I I can kind of uh, and I agree with Chad on there, like all the money you save on on Steam sales. Um, yeah, they they and a lot of times uh, I notice the free games that that a lot of services are giving away are kind of like, eh, all right, that's nice. Right. Jotun right. was a kind of a rare one that uh, Amazon was giving away. That's a it is a, an indie game, but it's actually a really good quality indie game. It's generally well. Oh yeah, I wanted to play that one. I forgot about that. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I think they still have it. I think it's the month of August. So you. Oh, I already grabbed it. I, oh yeah. You know, I've already got the games in my list. I just have to actually get around to playing the ones that I want to. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, and the thing is, is that uh, you know the. Most of them, though, are kind of like, eh, okay, this is a game. You know, nothing really excites you. No, There's no, like, oh, man, this is a big title. Now, if a game, like, the this distribution platform, say, was also a publisher and gave away, like, you know, a paid game that they have for free that's really popular, Half-Life, um, hey. maybe that might attract people. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, you know. But the but the only thing with what you just said, specifically that title, is you get them for like two dollars every time I'm, over I'm talk, rolls I'm around. Talking, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the mythical third. Ah, yeah. If that were the case, um, you know. Well, they, we know that's not happening. Yeah, it's never, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> but you know, then that bad that the fans do it. It got so bad. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and that's the thing is that, um, yeah, Half Life Three confirmed. Yeah, exactly. It's right. you know, the, like, <laughs> Discord. 
Huh? Yeah, uh, for Discord. Discord's going to publish Half-Life 3, guys. You heard it here that first. That would be crazy. Um, <laughs> fuck Half-Life 3. Uh, okay. Really, Kev? Really? Kev? really. <laughs> can, 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 it, can it exist first? Can it exist? Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody take that Kev, he's starting to beat the dead horse. Yeah. Oh, boy. But uh, in any case, <laughs> yeah, Kev, Kev, Kev yeah, beating the dead horse. Uh the thing is, is that I, I kind of have the mind that um, if if Valve wanted to compete, and I'm, I'm all about going for their strengths, right? Um, I, can't, I can't remember if I jumped on this or not, but, uh, you know, I was talking about how Xbox, uh, you know, <clears throat> going to their strength with rumors, rumors that the next Xbox will utilize their cloud infrastructure to help. We'll see if that happens, but that's playing to their strength, right? Uh, PlayStation, the next Xbox or next uh, PlayStation being focused on VR, that would play to their strengths. Nintendo's already doing that. Valve playing to their strengths as a game publisher to utilize that to to give them an advantage. That's how I want want to see like a games market, right? Is the, each of these companies has something they're good at that they have a a strength in a niche that they're good at, and leveraging that to. Uh, uh, kind of gain an advantage in the market. That's that's to me how how you compete. Rather than Steam saying, "Well, we have the the monopoly on the market right now, so we're just going to try to strangle out competition." That's right. that's not a good. No, Sony. Yeah, this, I got a question. I got a question. Do we know if if uh, Discord has a Titan behind them? YouTube has Google. Amazon. I'm not. Twitch has Amazon. Do does does Discord have anybody like that or anybody no. that we know that has interest? Uh, they have some uh, some silent partners from uh, um, from what I've seen. Some some big money. Because I'm I'm with you, which which you were just saying as far as the 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 evolution and how to compete and whatnot. I think if they got a Titan behind them. I think we will see another streaming competitor. I, I, I another, hope, another network. I do hope that Google does not buy them. No, 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 no. I'm talking about somebody yeah. entirely different. Yeah, that's uh, my More Netflix. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would be okay if uh, if C, if CD Projekt bought them. <laughs> just just don't out there. CD Projekt should, mm. should maybe make an offer at Discord. Oh my God. Out there, going back to what you just said, as far as like you know, building the whole thing up to where you include certain games within the the the, the monthly price, little uh, little cyberpunk for your four dollars ninety nine a month. Yep, I'm yeah. just saying that would be that would be a great marketing yeah. campaign. Mm. I like that. Well, one thing, though, I would like to hope that, you know, well, if if uh, CD Projekt gets in on that, then we already know how it's going to go with the way they run GOG. Right. Um, but, like, whatever way they work it, I would like to hope it's in a way, because I, I, like, I like my Steam controller. I like to launch games from Steam. I hope that they have a cooperative interface with uh, Steam. Like, say, right. you know, you play GOG, it's not even a cooperative interface. GOG takes a hands-off approach as far as launching their games. You know, right. yes, you can launch it through GOG, but there, it is by no means needed as a launcher, unlike, say, Origin, which is very interfering. Like, I, I have one fuck of a time trying to play Origin games through uh, Steam. You know, yeah. fuck Origin. I mean, so, so Discord, thus far as I've seen, um, their overlay... They, by the way, 
Also another great it thing. They, they added so text far, chat to their overlay kind of hype for that. Yeah. So that uh, Oh, I did see that. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's And that's the thing is like so far Steam Games uh Discord's overlay interacts with all of those that I have very smoothly. But not Origin games. Oh, guess who's also fucking up again? Origin. Fuck Origin. Hate that launcher. Holy shit. I cannot have said that enough. I may enjoy some of their games, but I, I cannot stand their launcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say fuck you play all you want, but it's still at least it's, it cooperates. It's solid. Yeah, that is one thing I will say about you plays that they do they do at least even though it has the run underneath Steam, which to me is unnecessary. It's uh, so we, goofy. We we know we know you plays opinion on in general on uh, their DRM practices. More, yeah. You know, it, more, yeah. DRM, more, more DRM, more DRM, more DRM on DRM on DRM. The point of yeah, is cooperative in your system. That is, you know, that that's the nice thing about it is it plays nice with others. Yeah. The DR management system may not, but the Uplay launcher itself does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Uplay, has, Uplay itself has like eight forms of DRM running it before <laughs> you even like, turn your game on. And, and, and you know, it's all it's all de novo based. You know, uh, mm-hmm. but don't but don't worry, Russian hackers have already cracked it. Hey. They release yeah, a new, well, they they release a new version. Five minutes them. later, Russian hackers have cracked As it. As time goes on, I keep abandoning Origin games more and more. Um, you know, I have a. Uh, um, the Origin Access subscription that is expiring next month, March, which will leave me one game left to play on Origin, which, of course, this one I'll keep playing, Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Ah. And that will be it. Mm-hmm. I can see You're that. You're brave, man. <laughs> well, a lot of it, as I see on there, is that, uh, you know, EA general tend and I, to be frankly honest, uh, Activision, I'm surprised it's taking them this long. To, uh, to kind of move to be more anti-competitive, like, because, you know, like, let's be honest, the Blizzard app isn't really good at playing nice with other people either. It's, it goes back to my whole thing of, like, Activision Blizzard doesn't get nearly as much shade for the shit they pull. But here's the thing, is the Blizzard is like Ark and the way it works, you know, which, yeah, Ark's its own problems too, but you can launch the games from it, but it is not required to launch the games. The only conveniences it has is it will automatically log you into whatever, uh, you use your Battle.net login automatically in the game. So I can say launch Oracle Watch without Battle.net at all. I just got to log into Battle.net in, uh, in Overwatch instead of it having it automatically logged in for me. Mm. <clears throat> I'd rather log in myself. I haven't tried it. It, it does nice but you can also say get the fuck out of the way and it still works mm, that that is helpful but um yeah yeah you play not so much you plays like no 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 no, no. i need to be here like, <laughs> right. no 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 i want to watch wildlands directly no, 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 no. exactly take a step back you can't... keep it quiet keep it quiet let me let me in here let me do my thing um in any case though we're we're only we're only about twenty five minutes past on here, you know our usual uh, oh. our our ninety minute stream that never happens. So let's uh we'll start we'll start wrapping it up. Um, let's let's go with Zyphon. Any final thoughts uh, about how much you love Ark and Star Trek Online? I know it's your favorite game. I haven't had Ark installed in forever, honestly. I, I still play Star Trek Online, but I once it was available functionally from Steam, I downloaded it and started playing it through that. You know, and I had you know I logged into my uh, whatever the Ark account or whatever through uh, the Steam or the integrated cryptic launcher or whatever the hell it was. <clears> it worked fine. 
I haven't played Star Trek for a while, but I, you know, that was as far as MMORPGs, I put more time into that one than any other, which I think is totally total eighty hours, mm-hmm. maybe if I. <gasps> Yeah, I can't see any argument behind that. You know, um, hopefully it all goes well and smoothly and just, uh, you know, the, the level of competition improves the status quo instead of stagnating it or restricting it. Yep, absolutely. You have final thoughts? Um, crab is glorious. I can taste it already. I haven't touched my crab. I put it in the fridge. Even though we had just fresh boiled it, put it in the fridge, and came to y'all. Screw you and right your crab. <laughs> and it's fresh. Buddy. We caught it. Um, it makes you feel any better. I also noticed I have a flat tire, which I'm not happy about. Um, so I have to deal with my flat tire after I eat my crab. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, we're going to sell a podcast. Yeah, we, we haven't decided which one yet. Um, more keeps staying co-optional. I think we're going to get outperformed by the uh, host that's no longer there. Yeah, I think he's going to outperform all of us. We'll just we'll uh, just claim that he's not actually dead and then steal old episodes of the co-optional podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that his death was a hoax. Uh, oh, crab, crab isn't rich. We caught it. We like well, I went crabbing this morning. <laughs> To, it's, to me, it's it's not a matter of too rich. It's too they're, they're spiders. They're fucking spiders. Come on, they, come on, people. You're eating sea spiders. And there'll be delicious. Oh man, it's raining. Man, I got a picture of a spider crab. We were at the aquarium a few weeks ago. That's fucking huge. So, so can, can we get a fuck rain right now? Because it's raining outside. Hey, I don't want to go change my tire like on that. Sorry. That's when I, like I gotta go change my tire. It was 85 degrees outside yesterday. Why is it raining? Bastards. <laughs> not 85 and raining. That's just miserable. Yeah, maybe. Um, finally, getting to, to Tashir. I have not yes, messed yes, up sir. his name yet. That's that's excellent. Final thoughts. Feel free to shill. Kev forgot to, but that's okay. <laughs> he lost his chance. It's all on you, buddy. Praise Gaben. Hey, I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. I've caught the podcast several times, and uh, I think I love what you guys do. So I, it was it was awesome to be a part of this today. It really was. I, I'd be happy. I mean, I'd be uh, open to coming back anytime. Um, you guys can catch me if you like. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Tashir Games, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. EST. Uh, finishing up the Arkham Insanity right now, and then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. Uh, other than that... Uh, if you look up my name, you'll figure out what I'm doing. That's I hate to be that guy, but that's the best way to say it. Because <laughs> I'm doing a lot. And that's T A S H E R R E. Yes, sir. Ashir. Yes, sir. In case, in case anybody is trying to spell that and failing like I did. <clears throat> <laughs> yep. And then obviously uh, to to help Kev out there, <clears throat> now fail, failing ship. Uh, there are links to all of Kev's stuff down in the chat below. There's also Zyphon stuff that he never pays attention to because, you know, hey. he doesn't like the internet. Whenever my local upload at least meets and probably exceeds three megabits, I might have some more, you know, streaming level activity, but that, yes. that three megabit that I barely t- uh, get to... That, 
that's rough. Uh, it's hard to stream that shit. That's fair enough. Um, so in any case, though, uh, obviously, if you guys want to, you can always join us on our Discord server on there, which uh, there's a link in the chat. Uh, I can't read the link off for those of you guys listening on the podcast uh, on Anchor. Um, but um, we do have a Discord. You should find links in the description of any source that you do find our podcast on there. So you're welcome to join and chat with us in our uh, Discord server. Uh, you can also, as speaking of Anchor, check us out on Anchor, uh, where you can find a link there also in the chat there. We'll have it also set up in the description, which I don't think I've done yet. Um, will also be distributed to all of the uh, the good platforms like Apple Podcasts and and Google Podcasts. Uh, you know, I actually am not really kept up on where they all have podcasts at. Oh, jeez. You know, no. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. All the podcasts were on YouTube. No. Using Google Hangouts. Oh, God. In oh, any wow. case, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do that. I have, a, I have a certain degree of quality that I like to keep yeah, uh, my content. Good. Uh, but in any oh, case, no, I, I most of the Google Hangout podcast. Uh-huh. But uh, in any case, uh, you can also find uh, me on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, it's pretty much Mortiel. There's not really uh, uh, thanks, thanks Pixelbot for posting the anchor thing twice. <laughs> it really wants it really wants you to follow us on Anchor, guys. The bot really wants you to. It might be threatening to kill us all right now um, if you don't follow us on Anchor. So please, please follow us on Anchor. Uh, I want my family to be let go. The, the wrong. <laughs> Guys. And they're not getting them back. <laughs> in, in any case, uh, obviously you can find me, Mortiel. That's M-O-R-T-I-E-L. I also have to spell things out because no one can remember how to spell my name. That's why they all call me. Well, the name's plagiarized anyway, so... Oh, no, yeah, no. Let, actually, actually, my name has been plagiarized uh, for years, for like decades. Only person on the internet that's ever used that name. Then, like a few years back, I, I Google my name because I was trying to do some branding research and found out that there's like a Saint Mortiel. Uh, yeah. It was some like furry animal thing. It was like a trading card thing or something. I don't know what it was based off yeah, of, like something like Pokemon or whatever. And I'm like the fuck how did you come <laughs> up with that name like you probably searched and found this cool guy and you're like i'm gonna make furries based on him i'm like shit now now you know There's the internet. This, um th- this um i don't want to call him second rate youtube channel or uh, twitch channel <laughs> but we'll call them that they call themselves pixel crashers plagiarizing our name i saw that we're we were the first the original pixel crashers but you could, that's that's the reason why our Twitch channel is called The Pixel Crashers. The because original. We are back. The Pixel Crashers. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a Facebook page on it. Whatever. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, 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 this guy has, has YouTube, Facebook, I, Twitch, I, all that shit. I, I, can't, I can't claim that Pixel Crashers is so unique that um, someone else might not come up. But, you know. It uh, is that unique. I'm going to go back to our conversation earlier in the show. <laughs> Who published it first? Oh, it was us. Yep. Yeah, it was us. I, I, did, I did branding research before we ever made that name up. I, I, always, I always do that. I try to find something that no one else has because how many people out there are called uh, Kev the Gamer? That's the reason why he had to move away from that because Kev hey. the Gamer is only 26 of those. <laughs> 1,000. Yeah, but even Kevin Twitter. Seven was uh, taken from him. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Seven was only taken on uh, Twitch. Oh, just the Twitch. 
Yeah, everywhere else. Was fine. Only, only the and biggest stream channel on Twitch. Everybody plagiarizing everybody. That's the way it is. Anyway, Let's guys, we're gonna start getting uh, we're gonna start getting signed out on here. Uh, hopefully, my 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 outro thing works works well this time. Uh, we'll find out. Um, but because uh, I set it to do fancy stuff. Uh, in any <laughs> case, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and get signed off of here, folks. You guys have a good week. We'll see you next week for another game stream here on Twitch. YouTube and stuff. We'll hopefully figure out Kev stuff. Um, yeah, good times. <laughs> anyway, you guys have a good one. Oh.